We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of a Pack-A-Day podcast, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thank you so much for making us part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I will be your host for this incredibly special and unique episode that Maggie, Jacob, and myself decided to bring you today. Um, You know, we are in July now. It's actually really hard to believe that we're in July. We still haven't had sports really we've had some golf some nascar i don't know some people don't consider nascar a sport we're not going to debate that today but yes jacob nascar is not a sport <laughs> all right so there we go nascar is not a sport uh but we're in july already and believe it or not like it would if everything was as normal we would be having our first nfl preseason game in like 28, 29, 30 days, something like that. We're obviously not having that anymore due to the coronavirus, and we're not having the first or fourth preseason game. And so, needless to say, um, there's not a whole lot of news about anything. And we're not going to talk about a half a billion dollar contract today, as that doesn't pertain to the Packers. Although I think at some point, I'm pretty sure Green Bay would love to give Jordan Love a contract like that, because uh, that would mean that it turned out well. But we're not nearly to that point yet. And I mean, are we really, 
are we really at that point where we're already going to start looking five years down the road praying that Jordan Loves makes that contract? I don't think so. So Maggie Jacob and I have discussed this for a while. Um, if you listen specifically to our show, um, our spouses get brought up um, fairly regularly, I suppose. Um, a lot on Twitter. Um, my wife is on Twitter and uh, even though I am no longer on Twitter, I know that she bags on me there. Um, she makes fun of me at home. And um, Jacob is famous for, I love these, uh, the GM Frankie tweets. I love seeing those. Those are very fun. Um, and, you know, Ma- Maggie's husband, Mark, met him back in, what, December it was. And I, you, we didn't have a recording device, but Jacob loved his rant about the Cleveland Browns. So we decided that instead of a episode today of just myself, Maggie, and Jacob – we decided that we would bring in our spouses to the show. So um, I'm already, as a host, fretting having to moderate six people in a 30-minute podcast. So we'll see how that goes. But as Jacob pointed out before we started, that's the host's job. And I have no rebuttal to that other than, yes, it is. So with that, um, we have with me today my wife, Annie, Maggie's husband, Mark, and Jacob's wife, Frankie, also famously known as GM Frankie. And so we're just going to kind of have a quick discussion about what it's like being married to us people, Maggie, Jacob, and myself. What it's like living with crazy Packer fans that we are. Because let's be real, Jacob, Maggie, we all know that at this point in our podcasting team, like, we're doing this for a reason, and it's because we're, I mean, fans short for fanatic, and that's probably adequately describes what we are at this point. So um, I wanted to start, um, and I know this is, I don't mean to do this because I know uh, GM Frankie is a little bit more shy with this, but there is a great um, sound bit that uh, Maggie, Jacob, and myself love. We had a episode it was probably what about a month ago that we did the memorabilia episode where we talked about all the memorabilia we have and Jacob had this very wonderful quote from it that I'll play I'll let you listen to and um there's there's a story we got Jacob's story from it so I'd like to get GM Frankie's story side of the story uh in just a second here but listen to what Jacob had to say about um when GM Frankie bought him the picture of Star, Favre, and Rogers that is on the wall behind him. Ladies, if there's a man that you <laughs> would like to get the attention of, buy him stuff. Ladies, That's, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't actually do, <laughs> don't that. do that. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work for a lot of people. So that was – for our team, we found that very funny. So – uh, Frankie, I want to start with you. So Jacob has told us the story about that photo. Um, so we would like to just hear your side of the story. It's, it's, you bought it as something when that was right before you guys were dating, right? Shortly before you were dating? Yeah, not super long before, like, he finally gave in. <laughs> but um, it was something that, I don't know. I show affection by like gifts and I like gifts and things like that. So for me, it was like when I was on there, a whole site that I've never seen before, don't really know any of the players, anything like that. I remember him talking about obviously Aaron. And when we first met, he actually went and did a signing with Brett Favre. So 
I got, I thought I couldn't go wrong, like two of them in a picture and then some, no offense, Bart Starr, some old man <laughs> in there. I thought, hey, you know, like this is probably going to be a win for me. And well, here we are, almost two years married and obviously it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Jacob uh, has told us and um, if, if it wasn't maybe a little apparent by some of uh, – Frankie's explanation. Jacob, you describe Frankie as having known zero about football before you guys met. Is that correct? Absolutely nothing. Um, I remember I asked her once and I had to teach her how to download the Bleacher Report app. And um, it was so she could, sorry, baseball fans, but it's so she could check in on the Chicago Cubs because she's a Cubs fan. And I had to teach her how to download that app. And I found out later that she put in the Packers as one of her favorite teams. So she would get alerts and like, if I had brought it up or so she knew if I came to work on Monday and was upset, then she would kind of know why or anything like that. But yeah, all of that kind of coincided right with the run the table portion of that season. That's when we started dating and everything. So I like to give her credit for that, that wild ride that was, November 21st all the way up until the NFC championship game against Atlanta. All right. Well, Frankie, I gotta, I gotta ask you. So when you guys met, um, didn't know much about football, where is your level, your knowledge of football at this point, two years into marriage? Um, she's letting us name our next child Zadarius. That's so. not true. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know a lot more than I once did. Um, but I can't say that my knowledge is really great. I just pay attention to a lot of what he says or what you guys talk about if I catch things. So when it's like, honey, who should the Packers draft? I'm like, Zadarius. And he's like, <laughs> great answer. And I'm like, I know you guys talk about him all the time. So really, I'm just listening to what he's saying and working off of that. <laughs> honey, real quick. Um, when they do the combine drills, this is my personal favorite story. They put the positions under the player's number. And what is LB? It's a pound. <laughs> <laughs> so she, we're watching the combine and she asks, why is he a pound? <laughs> so, well, I'm like, why does it say five pounds on there? And he's like, honey, no, that's the position. <laughs> <It's not always. laughs> All right. Well, real quickly, uh, Frankie, what is it like watching? I, I guess, do you watch Packer games with Jacob? Um, this season, or well, I guess last season we did just because he spent a lot more time upstairs just because I was pregnant at the time. Um, it's crazy. He gets really loud. He throws things. He breaks things sometimes. That was one time. The like one and only Packer thing I allowed upstairs. He broke it. So like, that's his fault. Yeah. Nick, you'll remember and you'll appreciate this. It was the Packers were losing 10 to six against the Vikings on Christmas Eve or the day before, whatever it was. And they called the timeout right on the goal line. And I yelled a word that you can't say on the screen on this platform. And I threw my hat and it bounced and hit this lantern thing that we had. And it broke. I'm just going to assume it was a four letter word. Uh, no seven. I don't know. GD. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I, I got gotcha. you. Okay. So it's, a, it's a, well, well, we'll get there because I'm sure Annie will chime in at some point when I get to her about what it's like watching Packer games with me. But, um, all right. So we'll move to Maggie and Mark now. Um, so this is, 
So we go from GM Frankie, who, when she met Jacob, had very little knowledge of football. Still at this point, you know, just, hey, she's doing the, she's doing the good wifely thing. She's keeping up with at least she's showing some interest, which is good. Uh, and now we move to Maggie and Mark. And um, Mark, you're a Cleveland Browns fan. Yes. You poor thing. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Well, okay, so I got to ask. Um, now, a, a lot of people that I grew up knowing, uh, they lived – I grew up in Minnesota, and there's a lot of Packer fans in Minnesota, so I knew a lot of people who – what they call mixed marriages, where they're – you know, one's a Viking fan and the other one's a Packer fan. So you could consider your marriage a mixed marriage, but – the Packers and Browns play once every four years, and they're not really rivals. And I mean, within your house, I don't know. You guys, you guys were married. Your first year of marriage was the year Rogers broke his collarbone, right? Is that correct? Yeah. No. no? Yeah. We paid a lot of money to see uh, Deshaun Kaiser and who was your backup at the time? Brett Hunley. Brett Hunley at a game. We spent money to see that person, <laughs> Sean Kaiser and Brett Hunley. So, so okay. So, take me through that though. So, what what is that like in a marriage where like they're clearly not rivals, right? You're not division rivals. You're not even in the same conference, and yet you go to a game. And obviously, Mark, like you're a Browns fan. You want the Browns to win. And yeah. Maggie, you're a Packers fan, and that game was actually very critical at the time for the Packers because uh, Aaron Rodgers came back the next week, right? I mean, it didn't turn out well, but I believe yeah, it was the following week at Carolina. So what is that like in a – like people know of like the in-rival, like in-division rivalry, but like not even the same conference. What, what is that like for you as a Browns fan living with a Packers fan? I mean, it's – like you said, we are not super rivals, so there's nothing really competitive. Um, I think my like what I, my takeaway is that to me, like every game matters. Like we're going in. Like I remember all last season. I'm like, man, if we hit 500, like I am set. And just to see after every game, Maggie planning like okay well you know if we win this game this changes these odds to super bowl and we're looking at where we're gonna land in the playoffs and meanwhile i'm just sitting there cheering like like we're only down two scores we can come back from this like it's just it puts things in perspective more than anything else it's just it's really i've i've loved being a cleveland browns fan um just because i feel like it's just fascinating to watch that team like it is just it's like a train wreck. You cannot look away. I, but I love it. Like, I love that we are striving for that winning season. Like, since 99, we've just been trying to find a quarterback. And we – like, the fact that we have a chance of a average quarterback and everyone is freaking out and buying out the jersey because he beat the Jets. Like, this is just so cool. Like, we have one quarterback beat the Jets on a Monday Night Football game and that town is on fire. Like, it's just so much fun. And I think, like I said, I think that's the biggest thing I've noticed as a Browns fan is just, you know, the scope of everything. You know, I, Mark, I feel like this perfectly sums up what you just said. So you're telling me there's a chance. 
Exactly. Like I am, I am that guy that's on like, you know, all the websites like, okay, you know, if, if this team beats this team, this team beats this team, we're set. Like we, all we need is these 13 games to go our way and we have a chance at a wild card. Like that's me the entire season. And just watching those odds slowly lower every year, but thinking like, this is it. This is all we need. We just need these 13 teams to lose. It's just fun. Like, it's just so much fun that all you want is your team to win a game. <laughs> all, all right. Well, my son, Baker, that average quarterback you're talking about. So I, I believe in Baker if you do not. I I think Baker, I don't know if he's the best quarterback, but he's a fun quarterback. And you know what? I'll take that. Like, <laughs> I'll take a fun, I'll take a quarterback that's fun to watch any day. All right. Well, so I got to get to the obvious question then. So you're not from the Ohio area, correct? No, no, no. Uh, went when we went to go see the Browns Pack game is the first time I've ever been in Cleveland. Okay, so you're not from Ohio. So how did you become a Browns fan? It's kind of a long story. Um, oh God. So I grew up playing Madden on PlayStation with my cousin. Uh, he's uh, and when I was playing, it was back in 99, it was back in 2000, the Cleveland Browns just came back. I had a cousin who was a diehard Packer fan, and he was going to be the one that played as the Packers when, you know, when we played Madden against each other. So he convinced me that the Browns were the best team in the NFL and that, no, they're coming back. They have history. They're going to be a powerhouse. So every time we played Madden, because I thought my cousin couldn't lie to me, I would always pick the Browns because I thought they were the best team in the league. And that he just picked the Packers because he liked them. And it was a solid year of me having no idea that this was a giant joke in the family. And I told everyone that I was a Browns fan. I said, you know, my cousin wouldn't lie to me. They're going to be great next year. Like, I play as them in Madden. And then it just became a big joke that I was a Browns fan, an entire family that rooted for the Packers, and I just never knew the wiser. So when I was told at a very young age that the Browns are actually a dumpster fire, just out of pure spite, I said to the day I die, I'm going to be a Cleveland Browns fan. And here I am like two decades later, waiting for them to stop being a dumpster fire. <laughs> and when they win the Super Bowl someday, you bet I'm going to go and rub it in everyone's face. But I'm still stuck being a Browns fan until then. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm too stubborn to change teams because I said I would. All right. And so, Maggie, living with a Browns fan, how does that go? His expectations are really low all the time. Um really nice for me i don't have to do a lot stand out um just kidding but no like every i watch the games on tv and i listen to them and then he has headphones in and he listens to the radio because we don't get the local channels so we watch the games quote unquote like watch them together um and we both get both scores like sent to our phones so we can keep tabs on what's going on um the office that i work from you know is mostly packer stuff we have one framed Browns picture um, from the game that we went to. We started a bet, and we said every four years we're going to take a picture at the last second of the game, like with the scoreboard, 
uh, winning or losing. So Mark got to win for like three and a half quarters and he was excited and he was doing like the dog pound thing and like making a bunch of noise and I was just cold and miserable. And then um, the Packers won and we had a seat attendant take a picture of us and Mark is frowning so big. <laughs> it was like the first time I smiled <laughs> for the entire day and now that's framed in our office. So then when the Browns come to Lambeau in 2021, We'll go to that and we'll take a picture of the scoreboard there and we're just going to keep it going. So, But it's very low stakes. I mean, outside of like bragging rights, the only time we would ever see each other is the Super Bowl. So, And at that point, like maybe this is like blasphemous to say, but as a Packers fan, like you obviously always want the Packers to win. But if the Browns had to lose to some, or win against like someone, it's like, okay, they have like seeing what football means to him, I'm like, all right, I can guess. Like, <laughs> I guess if they have to lose to one team, I'd be okay. Well, I, I, I've got a better one personally. I would just rather have the Browns beat the Vikings in the Super Bowl. That way I can just tell all of my Viking friends, it's like, yeah, you got there and you lost to the Browns. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, but okay, so that's, that's an interesting dynamic. Not what, you know, like I said, most people, Bears, Packers, Bears, Vic- or Packers, Vikings, um, Packers, Browns. So, and then just right, real quickly, Mark, real quickly, and then I got to move on to my wife here, which I've been trying to prolong as long as possible. Um, so, this upcoming season, do you buy into Baker, and is it going to be a good season? I mean, what, what's what's the current thought? You know, two months roughly before the first week of the season. I mean, I'm a current believer that if you don't go into the Browns season with a ridiculous amount of hype, no matter how terrible that team looks, like, you're not a Browns fan. Like, I think that's part of the tradition is be like, oh, no, man, we got Odell. We going to hit the Super Bowl. Oh, hey, we drafted Baker. We're going to the Super Bowl. I feel like I, I follow a lot of, like, Browns Twitter people, and it's so funny because every year it's like, oh, we can easily beat these 10 teams, like guaranteed playoffs every year, past 10 years. It's always been, you know, some sort of track to make it past the season. And I feel like the same way. I'm like, oh, yeah, we updated our our um, O-line. We finally got a replacement to Joe Thomas and Wills now that we officially signed them. Like, this is it. Like, now we're going to make it to the playoffs. And, you know, that's just part of being a fan. I think if you're one of those fans that, you know, expects to go you know eight and eight where's the fun in that so really quick to we i as a surprise for mark's birthday last year i bought him tickets to the browns home opener oh, so it's the first game with obj like oh, no. I, I was like <laughs> i was like i'm gonna be a browns fan i wore his baker jersey like fancy hotel we were in the dog pound like i spent so much money. <laughs> we, got to, no. we got to Cleveland, it, and it was oh my god! It, it was, and it, all it was is like it's the Titans. How can you lose against the Titans when you have OBJ? Well, if it makes you feel any better, they went to the AFC Championship game. I don't probably not. Jacob, you had something you wanted. to Yeah, talk. I just want to point out that's ladies buy him stuff. Just throwing that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> Keep a good man, I guess, is what I have to change that to. That's Maggie's way of thought. If you want to keep a good man, then buy him stuff. 
We're just like, happy birthday. You always come to Packer games with me. I'm going to take you to a Browns game. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Why did I take you to the Browns so- <laughs> that, that was what, like 48 to 20? 16. It was bad. We were. It was bad. It was real bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun going to those Browns games. Totally different experience. Totally different fan base. It's an it's an experience. I'd say that. It's and you get to pet Swagger the dog. We so did pet a dog. That was fun. That was worth. The that was whole probably price. the highlight for Maggie. <laughs> Who doesn't like petting dogs? Please don't. <laughs> if we're right. talking about dogs, I know someone will take over the show. And we'll- oh, <laughs> I, there, there's someone on screen right now that'll take over before that. Oh, okay. Well, then so, you two can talk about dogs after. All right. Well, we'll get to the, this. Probably, I don't know if it's because it depends on how you view it. The best, the highlight of the show. The highlight 100%. of the show is what we'll call it. So, uh, we'll bring in my wife Annie and. I got to I got to say Jacob I got to I got to hand it over to you cuz I don't know how to ask my wife questions about this. So like I want you to like oh. sort of like He doesn't know how to talk to me. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes, we've been married almost a year and still no idea. I also oh, feel like Nick. it'll be more organic and authentic coming from someone else. <laughs> so Nick, this is like the best thing you've ever done because we didn't tell each other that we wanted to do this before the show, but I totally wanted you to kick it to me for this portion of the show. Cause I feel yes. like. It's <laughs> so yes, Annie, first of all, I, I don't know if you're aware, but you are part of my pin suite, which is to say uh, just like in the league where Jenny actually runs Kevin's team. Uh, Annie is actually the real host of this show um, and takes over everything for Nick. So first and foremost, um, are you, no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to go there. Um, (laughs) No, first and foremost, I guess. So I've been to your guys' apartment. So I have a little bit of background on how everything goes, but um, your parents are Packers fans. Is that correct? So you kind of grew up with it. My dad is a Packers fan. My mom, unfortunately, is a Bears fan still. So, you know, but dad won all the children. We all are Packers fans. So. Okay, so your dad raised you well. That's good to yes. know. That's good to start. So, was that like a primary bonding point between? We know literally nothing about how you two got together or anything. <laughs> Nick, you don't share stories about me. <laughs> Usually, no, if I, I recall share correctly, stories about how you're mean to me and Jacob just applauds. <laughs> Which are highlights, let's be honest. But if I recall correctly, you guys were engaged when Nick and I started partnering on shows together, which would have been August of 2018. Yes. Yep. So we got engaged August 2018. Um, I would definitely say, I don't think if I wasn't a Packers fan, I don't know (laughs) if we would be sitting here today. Um, Just given how crazy of a fan Nick is, Um, it definitely, it was a benefit that I was also a pretty big Packers fan. Um, in our relationship, I would definitely say that. Yeah. Well, listen, Nick, I respect it because honestly, I have said this before. It's a good thing that Frankie didn't care because if she did and was not a Packers fan, I don't handle that well. So, um, sorry, you have I, something to say about not being a Packers fan there. Well, I mean the Browns, you know, that's whatever, but if she was like where I live, a division rival, if, if I was a division a rival and probably yeah. not, not only be a fan of that team, but probably hate the Packers in the process. <laughs> I don't deal well with that. So I understand that feeling, Nick. So, okay. So that's how you guys got together and everything. Um, what's it like? So you're saying he's a crazy fan and everything. Cause I can't picture him 
I mean, I don't think I've ever said anything nice to him. And he's <laughs> never like he's never like given me the finger or anything and I, I would deserve it. Absolutely. So I can't picture him actually being angry about anything. So what's that like through on a Sunday? Um, yeah, I've had to back when we were engaged and I still lived in Milwaukee um, for grad school. Um, I actually had to kick him out of my apartment. He got so mad and I just like my roommate and she gets, she got really mad as well. Um, we would both get heated during games. Um, and Alexis and I would chuck pillows and stuff like we're not, I can get pretty heated too, but like Nick got so bad and he would, you know, curse and he was, he was really like, it was the worst I'd ever seen him. I literally packed up his stuff, like put it, shoved it to him. It was like, you need to go right now. Like you're done. You're out of here. I'm not. The game's over. Bye. See ya. We can try again. Another game. (laughs) Oh, I I wasn't going to defend myself in any way. I was just going to give context. That was, um, that was, uh, Ty Montgomery's last game as a Packer against Mm -hmm. the Rams. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's all I have to say, and everybody can get to the point where I was at sure. that day. So, so okay, he so you- can get pretty heated, and we've we've attended some some games together now. Um, and I think I've told you at one of the games we attended this past year, I said, "Don't talk to me, don't say, don't speak. You're ruining my like experience right now." Like, I'm happy to be here at Lambeau. Super cool. We got the tickets for free. Like, we didn't pay. We just had to pay for our food. And, like, you're over there being a little Wendy Weiner and complaining and saying stuff that's not nice. And you're bringing me down. And so I've also I've had to tell him to shut up. Uh, like, you're in timeout. See, that, that game <laughs> that she's referring to was the Lions game at Lambeau this past year where – as much as I love him, Darius Shepard probably had one of the worst games that you could have as a player. Not only did yeah. he basically force an interception in the end zone, he also muffed a punt. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was not happy. No, and it was ruining. But my I'm, I'm game typically day. a very happy. No, person. you're typically not. <laughs> don't don't try to spin this. They they you they must you have a little tail over here of like I'm Nick. I'm the host. I'm so nice. Look at me. So docile. It's like, yeah, no. that's, that's false. A, that's that's how news. radio works. As the host, you're Fake supposed news, to make listeners. the audience believe you're a good person when you're really not. That's this the is whole moment of my life. Sorry, honey. <laughs> Tearing Her down all of the that. curtains. That this was it's like in The Wizard of Oz when it's like, pull up Pete the Curtain. It's like, ah, there's a dude behind there. And it's like, yeah, lying, dude. So you mentioned a game that you guys went to together. What's the first one that you went to? together um i think it was the lions game no it was the the eagles the eagles game okay we almost almost got banned by people because they lost to the eagles and then we were told that if they lost to the lions then that we weren't allowed to go back to lambo yeah Yeah, i was part of that group so annie what was your first game was it the eagles or did you go to a game before that oh my goodness i've been um like as a kid, I've come up, I've came up and done it. We've done family. My dad took me and my older brother to family 
um, family day at Lambeau. So, I mean, I've been, and I've been to a plethora of games. Um, our dentist, my childhood dentist actually is a Packers fan. So he actually has the Milwaukee package season tickets. So every so often we would, especially when I was at UWGB, my dad, it was like incentive for them to come visit me. So they would get, get a stag for tickets and they all, my family would come up and we would go to a game about once a year when I was at GB for four years. Um, so I, I've been to a handful of games, actually. So I've been really lucky to attend a lot. I've been to Lambeau quite a few times. Um, but yeah, childhood memories. I've been, I've walked the grounds of Lambeau quite a few times. So, Okay, so this is going to be the hardest question. You can only pick one. Oh, boy. Mason Crosby or Matt LaFleur? Oh, oh man, it's so tough. I'm going to have to go with Mason because he's just my tried and true, the love of my life. I love And him if I so remember much. correctly, when we had pizza together, this is not a he's good looking thing, right? No, I mean, like he is good looking, but it's not like I'm like, oh, wow. Not like with like Matt LaFleur, like Matt LaFleur is just like very attractive. So I like, can't fault a girl for that. Um, but Mason, yeah, I don't know. I just... It was – Nick would know what season, but the season that Mason was, like, really, really horrible was when I really, like, pledged that I would be by his side for the rest of his time yeah. um, because my dad just, like, was like, we need to cut him and blah, blah. And I was like, no, like, we just have to believe in Mason and it'll be fine. And so that's kind of – I'm now – I got his jersey. My parents got me his jersey one year for Christmas Um so yeah, I've, that was that was kind of the season where I like my patronage <laughs> for so, Mason started. So this, this is where uh, my wife Annie and Jacob differ quite a bit. Jacob hates punters and kickers. I do, and I also wanted Mason cut both of the years in question that you're thinking of. But I know which one you're talking about too. Maggie, you were raising your hand, and we need the girls to talk here. So add some add some class, please, to this podcast before we. Uh, well, we've already ruined it, but please. <laughs> Save I was going to ask to just go on a monologue about Mason Crosby. Oh, <laughs> we don't have time for that, folks. <laughs> no poem, no, like, from the heart. No, Maggie, Annie doesn't write poems about her favorite player no, like you do. No, I don't. She doesn't make a 12 Days of Christmas. She doesn't, which I have I all of those saved on my... So Annie, last question before I kick back to Nick is, do you approve of any and all of the insults that we throw at him on this? By we, I mean me. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. He's got pretty tough skin. I mean, he lives with me. All I do is tease him. When you said you hit your your quota before uh, we even started recording, I probably hit mine by like 730 this morning, so... I respect. I woke up and I wake up and I start picking on him. So he's he's pretty. It's pretty. uh... It's it's pretty true. I I I kid you not. So, um, Shell sent us all of us the the masks, and she was kind enough. As I'm sure, I'm sure it's on Twitter at this point. The little yeah, it is. I tweeted about it. The the little stickers that say hashtag Nick sucks 2020. We uh we had a new dining room table delivered over the weekend and i'm pretty certain when we got home from our fourth of july trip she was more excited about the hashtag nick sucks 2020 stickers than the brand new dining table that was delivered so that gives you 
any insight at all as to our marriage and how... They're funny. I'm just going to stick them around on all your stuff, like in weird <laughs> spots where you open something and it's like, bah, Nick sucks, 2020. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it could easily translate to this 2020 sucks, but... Um, because know. of you. Well... No. Yeah, way to go, Nick. I'm at least, like I said, third on the list of reasons as to why 2020 sucks. I can think of two that are worse. But um, anyway, so um, with that, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap things up for the day. Um, you couldn't get to that point fast enough. Well, I know. He doesn't want me to talk Nick, anymore. I swear, you wanted to put this – somebody said put this on YouTube. Watching you cringe anytime Annie started talking was worth the price of admission here. Well, uh, the only other thing that at some point that uh, we'll have to get in um, – uh, so something <laughs> that uh, I get all the time with my in-laws is uh, Annie's dad is a huge Packers fan, as she alluded to, and um, – since we've started doing this podcast, uh, he's constantly, constantly hot giving takes. his his hot takes on the Packers, and he wants he wants to hear them on the podcast. And I'm sorry, Jeff. Sometimes they're just a little too out there. Like they're just a little too odd to discuss. He's had some good ones, um, but uh, we'll have to try to get a few of my father-in-law's hot takes on the podcast this coming. This coming it's fall. so cute. He'll text Nick. He'll be like, Nick, here's some hot takes. And then he'll like listen. And then he'll be like, Nick, you didn't say my hot take. And Nick's like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't know how to say well, I don't want to say, I don't know how to say that. Endorse, so I am all for it <laughs> if you're listening. He will be, especially if, <laughs> if I say that I'm on it. He'll have to check it out. <laughs> so there you go. So I endorse having your hot takes right on the air. So Nick, you now have no choice. All right. <laughs> Listeners, beware. I just do what Jacob tells me to do. So, all right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I really want to extend a very special thank you to GM Frankie. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Annie, even though it went about as well as I thought it would, thank you so much for taking the time and being part of the of the show today. And, man, I got I to gotta tell you, the listener, if you're still listening at this point, thank you. That's, that's a true dedicated fan to sit here and listen to 36 minutes of spouses talking about the contributors of the Packaday podcast. So, um, again, Maggie, Mark, Jacob, GM Frankie, Annie, thank you so much for joining us today. It was really fun to have you all on the program. Um, yeah, man, I got to tell you, please, anyone, do something for content. Like, this is... Like I asked, I asked the guys before the show, like, does this episode kind of mean we've run out of things to talk about? And we've decided we're not quite there, but we might be coming up on something. You might get a like an actual baseball podcast next week because um, okay, Maggie's Maggie's shaking her head. No, Jacob's all for it, but I don't think anyone wants to hear about the Yankees. Jacob, I'm sorry. So, are you kidding me? You either love us or you love to hate us. So everybody wants to hear about us. It's fine. <laughs> okay. I'd rather talk about the Mets. Jacob. The Mets suck. So. <laughs> now I have to fight you again for parents. <laughs> the baby brother team of New York is not good. Let me try that. Now I have to apologize to her because this is the second episode in a row. Where she just... Baby brother, don't you mean minor league affiliate? 
Oh, well, I'm not going that far. They have some major league players on the team. Like Jacob deGrom's okay. But minor league affiliates have major league players on their team. Baby Brother's funnier, though, because not all of them, but there's a lot of things about the Mets that have this inferiority complex with the Yankees. It's like a Michigan State Spartan fan to a Michigan Wolverine. So, Or a Michigan fan to Ohio State. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, you give me you give me crap all the time. I th- that might be the first mean thing I've ever said to you. Make first clap back, Mark. Yep, and, and now I'm mad at you, and we're not friends anymore. So <laughs> finally, it's a historic <laughs> podcast, a historic episode. Nick's first clap back. I'm so proud. All right. Well, now that the show's completely off the rails, we'll wrap things up here real quickly. Um, Jacob, people want to follow your work, follow you on Twitter. How do they do that? Pictures of the baby pretty much exclusively now. Uh, it's at Jacob Westendorf on Twitter. She is the most famous Westendorf. And then my wife is second and I'm somewhere much further down that list. But, um, yeah, my work is there and you can find me over at pack report 66. All right. And Maggie, people want to follow your work, get in touch with you. How can they do that? Blake Westendorf is the only reason to follow Jake Westendorf on Twitter. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. I write two articles with She Said TV, and I also podcast with Perry Goldstein, who I know I have to go apologize to, at the Packs with She Said podcast. Alright, and um, I guess I'll throw this out here. I don't, Frankie, do you have a Twitter handle you'd like us to plug? Nope. Frankie's just like you, Nick. Zero social media. Well, I have a Facebook. Okay, yeah, zero social media. Okay, you're you're right. Uh, well, Mark, what about you? Do you have a Twitter or or anything you'd like to plug? Oh yeah, you don't want to follow that. It's just a bunch of nerd stuff. Yeah, you, I do. You don't want to follow my Twitter. Trust me, Mark. I have to know. It's National Video Games Day. Positive or negative? We got to keep it short. Positive or negative? What's your opinion on Metal Gear Solid? Oh, short. His hands I'm, clenched. <laughs> short. <laughs> Positive or negative? I hate it, but I love the crazy enthusiasm of that storyline. You can spend hours on that wiki page, let me tell right. you. Yep, it's great. You should play it. It's awesome. Sorry, Where Nick. All right. And, well, I guess the Twitter handle everyone's waiting for. Um, Annie, if people want to follow you on Twitter and basically communicate, if you ever want to communicate to me for any reason, you can do it through my wife, and that is... Uh, I am at Fish and Schmitz. So if you want some fun fish tweets and also a plethora of dunking on Nick with Jake, that's where you can find all that content. <laughs> all right. And now, as we wrap up, I am going to go cry into my pillow. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, at this point, really, if you're still with us, thank you. You are literally probably the best fans that we would have at this point so thank you so much for putting up with this episode um thank you so much for listening everyone it's been a lot of fun having uh having you with us on this spousal show ride that we attempted to do and succeeded for the most part um thank you so much for listening uh keep following the season is hopefully just around the corner hopefully um But, uh, yeah, with that, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And as always, Go Pack Go!
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.